This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Older Canadians are the fastest growing demographic living with Crohn's and colitis, the two main forms of inflammatory bowel disease. And a new report from Crohn's and Colitis Canada finds our country's health care system is not ready to face the rising number of Canadians who will be afflicted with IBS. Dr. Gil Kaplan is co-chair of the report and he joins us on the line. Hello, doctor. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. And and the doctor will take your calls as well till 1 o'clock, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Dr. Kaplan, let's talk about the diseases, Crohn's and colitis. Explain for us what they're all about. Absolutely. So the inflammatory bowel diseases consist of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. They're, in fact, um, a condition where your body's own immune system attacks your bowel. Uh, this can result in debilitating symptoms such as abdominal pain, bleeding, diarrhea. Uh, it's commonly diagnosed in young individuals, but we're now seeing it across the age spectrum. Most patients who, who have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis require medications or drugs to suppress their immune system. And when these drugs fail... Um, it can result in an operation to remove sections of the bowel. So it has a big impact and a big um, burden um, both to the patient, their family, um, and to society. And and that led um, our group to develop the Impact of IBD report that was launched today by Crohn's and Colitis Canada. I just want to clarify part of your answer there, too. Why why are more people of all age groups, including seniors, coming, uh, getting Crohn's and or colitis? Yeah, no, no, that's uh, an excellent question. So one of the domains that we looked at in a report was the epidemiology of of the disease. And so first of all, we know that the prevalence, which is the number of people who have a disease in 2018, is roughly 0.7% of the population. So about 0.7% of Canadians have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. Um, That represents roughly 270,000 Canadians. Um, Now, in terms of the, um, uh, the disease itself, about 130,000 have Crohn's disease and 120 have ulcerative colitis. And there's about 15,000 people who have inflammatory bowel disease, but we don't know if they have Crohn's disease or, or ulcerative um, colitis. And one of the things that we were noting is that seniors, so individuals over the age of 65, is becoming the fastest growing demographic amongst that cohort of patients. And there's two major reasons to, the, to answer your question. Um, first of all, um, everyday gastroenterologists are making diagnosis of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis in patients over the age of 65. In fact, and sometimes in people over the age of 80. If you look at the numbers, it's roughly 15% of all new diagnoses of IBD are made um, over the age of 65. But that's not the only issue. The second issue is that this disease, when this disease is previously diagnosed, as people age, they start to age into their 60s and 70s. So for example, somebody who was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in their 30s uh, in 1990, by 2030, they're gonna be in their 70s. 
And so we're seeing a lot more older individuals who have Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, either newly diagnosed or just living with their disease long. And that has major impacts um, because um, seniors who have IBD have more complications associated with longer disease duration. Um, and also, as they get older, they get age-related comorbidities like diabetes and cardiovascular disease. And this means it's just much more complex, much more costly to care for these patients in particular. Well, we're talking about uh, Crohn's and colitis and IBS in general. Doctor, so based on that answer, we can only assume that there is no cure. Yeah, so Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are incurable conditions. It's something that once you're diagnosed with, you have it for the rest of your life. Now, we have made great strides in the medical management of, of the disease in order um, for us to treat the disease and put it in remission, but it's one of these conditions that off medications, often the disease comes back, and so it's something that we have to care for every day. So we, we, we see one of the big things that we saw in the report is that the prevalence, the number of people who are living with disease is rising dramatically. So we, because it's an incurable disease and, and we don't discharge these patients from our clinic, and we've done forecasting models to suggest that over the next decade, that prevalence will rise from 0.7% in 2018 to 1% of the population in 2030. And that means there will be roughly 400,000 Canadians who will be having Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis in 2030. And the reason that's a challenge is that we today have a struggle caring for our patients with IBD. And that struggle is only going to get that much more difficult as we go forward in time with more and more people with this disease. Okay, we have some listeners lined up with questions for you. But before we go to the phones, I just want to ask you, is there a way to protect yourself against it? Fascinating question. So Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis is diagnosed across all age spectrums. There's a tremendous amount of research looking at things that can be done early in life to protect um, children and adolescents and adults from developing the, the disease. Um, things that have come up in studies are such things as promoting breastfeeding, um, minimizing antibiotic exposure early in life, uh, not smoking, because smoking is associated with both Crohn's disease and, and ulcerative colitis. Um, but the challenge is, and this is particularly relevant for seniors with IBD, because historically this has not been you know, a well-recognized group, we don't have a lot of research to try to understand what seniors or older people can do to prevent this disease from developing. But some new research that's come out just in the last few years suggests that a lot of IBD is driven by the microbiome, the 100 trillion microbes that kind of team all across our body. And some interesting research has shown that as we get older, that microbiome becomes less diverse, less robust, and may make us more susceptible to develop a disease like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. So there's a tremendous amount of research going on right now to see if we can manipulate the microbiome either with microbes or with dietary things that could potentially help people of all ages prevent the disease. And so that's stuff that I'm excited to see come to fruition over the next few years. Doctor, we have Lilia from Toronto on the line. Lilia, go ahead. Good morning. Hello. What's your question? Yes. Uh, I went to my optometrist. September, I went to my optometrist and uh, I was surprised that uh, she found out that my left eye has a clot and there is blood inside my left eye so that I can't read. It's very blurred. So I just want to ask the doctor what are the reasons why my eyes has 
clapped and I can't read and it's so blurred. Okay, Lilia, we thank you for calling in, but Dr. Kaplan is a gastrointestinal specialist, so I think uh, perhaps he's not the doctor to answer your question. Am I right, Dr. Kaplan? Yeah, I mean, I apologize that I can't answer the direct medical concern, and I would recommend that you go um, back to the ophthalmologist or optometrist, your family doctor, to directly review that. I mean, the one thing I can tell your, your audience about Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis and how it impacts other systems outside the body um, is that um, many of our patients get not only attack of their immune system inside their bowel, but can actually have their immune system attack other parts of their body, okay. including their skin, their joints, and including the eye. And so if there are people with Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis out there, and if they get uh, you know, inflammation in their eye, it becomes red, it becomes sore, it is something that is important to um, see a physician about because you can get an inflammatory attack of your eye connected to Crohn's oh, disease and ulcerative colitis. Interesting, interesting. Okay, Barry in North York, go ahead. Oh, good morning, Dr. Jane and Doc, Dr. Jane, Jane and Dr. Kaplan. Good afternoon. You're the yeah, second listener sure. who said good morning, so we better make it straight here. It's almost one in the afternoon. Yeah, I know. I Go just, ahead. The um, I'm calling is about IBS. Um, I had it and uh, a while ago, about a decade or so ago, I was listening to a radio program. Radio doctor said, somebody called in, had my symptoms, and said, this uh, said to the girl, said, are you eating lots of cakes and pies and cookies and crackers and pasta? And she said, yes. Yeah. Well, stop. Instead, you should be eating seeds, nuts, lentils, and peas and beans. And I thought, nuts. I thought nuts was a snack. So I said, okay, that's what I'll do. I started taking a multivitamin, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, and nuts every day for breakfast completely gone. Wow, that's a great story. Barry, thank you for calling in. Doctor, uh, we only have less than a minute here. Uh, so re- and with your final thoughts for us today. Well, um, so first of all, I, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and your audience. Um, one of the things that we did with this report was come up with a series of recommendations about what we were hoping that this report will generate. And it's all around in, in creating IBD as a national health priority through increasing awareness education and research funding um, through governments and through the society. And so the way we start that is having these types of dialogues like we're having today. So I really thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and your audience. Thank you, Dr. Gil Kaplan. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I'm sure we'll chat again. Absolutely. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.